got an idea for something you want to hear on the show, email us directly at tips at infendo.com and get your suggestions in today. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 486? 486. We did it. We found the right time. It's 7 o'clock on the dot. We're not late at all. It is the 27th of February, or of March, rather. My goodness, it's already going to be the fourth month of the year. We better get your resolutions working. Um, how the heck are you doing tonight, Justin? I better get the outtakes uh, working too. Um, yeah, well, that's a, it's an appropriate appropriate intro for me this week. Um, I, I, I spent some money on some Nintendo things <laughs> that are going to take up a lot of space, but we'll get to that later. Oh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Steve, what are you spending money on that's taking up space? Um, you're looking His at wife. it right here in all its glory. Um, I need y'all to do me a favor. You need to not make me laugh today because I've been sick for the last week and my ribs really hurt. I'm no really problem sorry, there. We, we, we need to keep this a nice, <laughs> Sounds sober, like a, challenge. a nice sober level episode, can we? You know I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin is going to probably give you at least two extra your mom jokes for that. But um, Lucas, how are you I doing I tried a your wife joke, but everyone talked over I'm me as usual. and... Justin's very, very talkative. So, you know, between the two of us, we should be... Oh, Steve's already giggling. All right, good. Uh, Everything's going well. Everything's great. Everything's fantastic. Um, Well, we have a great show for you guys tonight. Um, We have a... We're going to start off with breaking news. Then we have a really fun Infendo Top 5. We're going to do some 20 questions. And, of course, we have your questions in the question block. But... We are going to be right back after a word from, oh god, Scary Justin. All your life you've wanted to be a game reviewer. You know it's true. Now's your chance. Email us at tips at fendo.com and you can be a game reviewer too. And we're back. Um, we have some breaking rumors slash news for you. Um, this did come from the Wall Street Journal, so I mean, it's, I mean, pretty credible in my eyes. But uh, yeah, the rumor has it that remember, like two weeks ago, we were just talking about how there was going to be a new switch, and we didn't know if it was going to be a more powerful unit or a less powerful unit. Well, guess what? We're probably going to get both because th- we might be getting two new switch units. So that's kind of exciting. Um, it really does make sense though, honestly, because like we were saying before, you bring out a cheaper unit so then you can kind of, you know, take over that 3DS, 2DS market of, for younger kids, a more expensive unit for people like us potentially, and then profit. That's all you got to <laughs> do, profit. So what, 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 make it, what do you guys make of this? Well, I just want to throw something out there real quick. Um, I just pulled up our show notes from episode, I don't know, I've already lost the number, our E3 predictions episode. Nobody's, nobody's, nobody's keeping track. <laughs> and as I'm don't have a secretary for this sort of thing or anything. There is one of us that actually predicted a new version of the Switch this year. And who oh. was that? You're talking to him. Okay, because it I, wasn't me, I, I was going to say... I predicted a Switch Tablet Edition, which if if the uh, cheaper model is anything close to that, I might double dip. 
Because if it's more portable and my cloud saves go with it, sold. Um, so I don't upgrade unless my system is, like, dead and I need a replacement. So this means very little to me. The one time I did buy into a new system was the DSi, and that was because it had internet. So if the new Switch does something cool, like the new 3DS did, and it lets me, like, play games I couldn't play otherwise, then begrudgingly I'm getting a new system. But otherwise, I really don't care. My Switch works fine. I don't need a new one. Yeah, I'm... I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't... I don't like this idea, and I'm hoping it's not true. Uh, like, I kind of get the idea of Nintendo maybe releasing a... Uh, handheld-only unit in time for Pokemon, because, you know, that's the market they want to tap. I but, think that's when um, they released the 2DS I, originally. Right. I don't... I don't see... Or at least, I don't see them changing the form factor, because they've got... I mean, not that. Let's assume for a moment that Labo is going to continue to be sales for them. But even if, you know, let's even if Labo isn't successful, Nintendo didn't know. Like they didn't have those figures until after whatever this device is would have already been in production if it's coming out this year. So um, I don't think they're going to make a system with a different form factor that isn't going to be compatible with the first party accessories that they're already pushing. You know, you make a you make a smaller switch, you have to make smaller everything else and I know Nintendo's done this before. Look at all the iterations of the um the three D S uh Circle Pad Pro and the dock and all those things, but I don't know, just I don't see them wanting to like divide the mar their market like that. No, they're I not can see divide. like maybe Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was I was just gonna add. I can see them maybe, maybe not releasing like a new form factor Switch Pro, but maybe kind of phasing out the current one and releasing one with more flash data, longer battery life, you know, stuff like just kind of incremental quality of life improvements. But I don't see them like putting a better processor in there because once again, what happens when somebody makes a game that only works on that system you've got a new 3ds situation on your hands again and and look at how poorly the 3ds family sold so, right know. but the new 3ds and i mean the only reason the new 2ds is somewhat successful is because it's a clamshell and that's what people wanted in a 2ds to begin with the um the new 3ds was not a huge success for them it pretty much only sold to people like me who love the 3D and is a sucker for a system with fancy pictures on it. <laughs> if I had to theorize but, yeah, I mean, based on kind of um, based on kind of what I've heard, um, I think kind of what I've heard based on what I've listened to is they're saying that there's going to be enhanced that the two models are going to be enhanced version and an entry-level version, but they're not saying that the enhanced version is going to be along the lines of the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X or whatever those ones are. I think it's going to be enhanced as in closer to what the DS Lite was, 
where they okay they said okay the design of the DS is not great we're gonna fix the design we're gonna give it brighter screens we're gonna give it a better battery and a better form factor but it's still gonna be compatible with the majority of the old accessories obviously the joy cons I maybe think slightly this, faster OS stuff right like that. slightly faster OS maybe more memory available than 32 gigs maybe put it out as a 64 gig model something like that <clears throat> possibly have a slightly bigger screen like they did on the new uh, 3DS, something like that. But what I'm thinking the smaller model is going to be is something closer to what the Vita looks like, but can handle Switch software. So kind of a more rounded form factor um, with non-detachable Joy-Cons, but without the ability to dock. Because if you remove that $80 dock from the box, you're down to 200 bucks for a Switch. Okay, Especially but here's... it doesn't have detachable Joy-Cons. Okay, but here's a, here's another thing. Um, if all right, let you, you remove the... Hang on, Luigi, I'm in the middle of something. Um, <laughs> you remove the dock from the box, and they've done this in Japan. You remove the dock from the box, but you still have a dockable unit so that if people down the line decide, hey, we want to actually play this on the TV now, they can buy the dock for $90, and there you go. You just got another... You got more money out of the people, and, you know, if they don't want it, then they're going to buy a system that is cheaper. Like I just or... don't. I've heard I've heard tell that the cheaper unit is also going to remove a like HD rumble and possibly like the yeah. IR yeah. sensor on the one controller too. Well, if the if the Joy Cons don't remove, then the HD rumble would be kind of you know more or less useless. True. Wouldn't it? Right. Really Which effectively makes a lot of games useless. You can't play Super Mario Party now. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And also, I don't really like the idea of removable Joy-Cons, just because like one of the biggest boons for me as the as a Switch owner is that when my controller starts to go, I don't have to like replace the whole unit. I can just replace a single Joy-Con, which is nice. But, you know, but that's it. It also wouldn't be unheard of either. They removed the GBA slot from the DS Lite, or no, from the hey. DSi, excuse me. They removed, they removed the hinge and they, on the 2DS, you know? They, I also, mean, removed, they also removed 3D from the 2DS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying so it's unheard, it unheard of. I'm just of saying I'm just saying it's the kind of thing that I would never want to buy. Like right, exactly. these Joy Cons, these Joy Cons break so freaking quickly. If you were telling me I had one on my system and it was stuck there forever, I'd be like, no, that's not happening. Ooh, I didn't. I mean, I, I haven't had a problem with my Joy Con, but you know, I mean, and this is kind of a special thing for people like me. But I like customizing my my switch i like feeling all right i feel like well, mario red today and switching the joy con out and you know and, well they'd also be missing out on some business oh, right, right, right. Right. we really we really do have to break this up but they would be missing out on business <laughs> because like i mean you have to assume they're making money off of selling all these different style joy cons and if you couldn't buy joy cons right. for your system it's like you know okay well there's well, we have a few no listeners who are living proof um okay to, <laughs> to, to wrap this up um, real quick, one word. Do you think these rumors are true, yes or no? Yes. I do. There, it's time for a revision of some sort. No. I agree it might be time for a revision, but I don't think they're true. Um, I'm going to cheat and say yes and no. I think the rumors are true that we're getting something, but I don't <laughs> one think word. it's... Well, neither of you followed that rule. <laughs> I did. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't think it's going to be quite as extreme as people are predicting but i think we'll get something right. sure awesome well um we're going to take a little break here and then we're going to be right back 
Do you like Infendo Radio? Do you want to see us keep going? Then go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and help support us. What's going on, everybody? We're back, and we have a fun little segment planned for tonight, although it's not going to be little by any means. Um, we are doing <gasps> our uh, an Infendo Top 5 list, and this week we've chosen to go with our Top 5 video game songs. Found my in fifth. a particular order. <laughs> um, so I figured I'd get us started, because, you know, what the hell. Um, I've got some fun songs quite up, um, so let me just get down to my number 5. And here we go. Um, my number five um, is Nasty Majesty from Splatoon 2. And I'm going to turn that down just a hair because it feels a little bit loud. Actually, it's Fine not on our end. at all. It was a very oh. acceptable one yeah. from our end. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so I picked this because when I heard it at E3 that year, um, I just thought this was one of the coolest songs ever, and this is one of those songs where I have listened to it over and over and over, I don't even know how many times at this point. So, yeah, it was one of the first songs that came to mind when we did this list. So, so yeah, Nasty Majesty, Splatoon what? 2. I haven't listened to anything else from the Octo Expansion soundtrack, but I do have to say Splatoon 2's soundtrack just took everything that was like really improved on the first one. I love the first Splatoon soundtrack, but I like how they mm -hmm. mixed in different genres and and like they made it all sound like Splatoon, but it didn't all sound like the same song. Like Splatoon 1, they pretty much all sounded like the same song. Yeah. So yeah, so Octo Expansion, Nasty Majesty. There we go. Number nice. five. It's weird listening to music from you guys and not having to guess it. That's going to be an adjustment period for me. I know. Um, well, my number five game does come from a game that has been on a Nintendo system, but it is not a Nintendo first-party game. I keep feeling like I have to drop hints. Um, it is the first-level <laughs> music, and you guys can let me know if it's too loud. Let's see if it's from UN Squadron on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Eugene just lit up like a light bulb. Um, <laughs> so this was like my favorite Good choice. This was like my favorite ship shooting game on the Super Nintendo. I knew nothing about it. I did research on it and I found out that in Japan the game is called Area 88. And the reason the game is called Area 88 is because it's based off of an old 80s um, manga and anime series called Area 88. I just love this music, guys. This game is great. All the music is great. But as in most games, none of the music is better than the first song from the first level. So that's why we're here. Just breathe it in because it's really good. It's a, it's, a, it's a good track. It's, it's a, a good choice. It's a really Maybe good not track. the... Maybe not the track I would have chosen from that game, because there's a lot of good music in that game. There is a but, lot of good music, but I don't know, man. I think it's my favorite. I, I you know what? Because it. that's always that's the always the first song you hear when you're playing that game. So like yep. you're not wrong. Like that's got like all the feels. Well, do you notice that like all of the best music is like the first song in a video game? Like that's a common Often, thread. Yeah. 
Maybe it's just because like they figure that's the song people will hear the most because like half the people who play will give up before they get to the I, end. But yeah, it's good. It's it's usually the first song and one of the maybe the ending song are like my favorites usually in any soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. Awesome squadron boys. Yeah, that's that's holding pretty true in my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Not have you got for us, Justin? Uh, well, um, my first on the list is um, number one. It's a not really a Nintendo game, but it is now, um, so it fits. Um, and uh, yeah, it's the first music from the game. So let's see here. See if I can skip up to my favorite part here. Here we go. Are we hearing it? Oh, yep. Final Fantasy. Right? Yes. Um, even, I know um, this isn't Nintendo's, but give me my point. <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty obvious because, as we just said, you know, it's the first music in the game. But, um, yeah, this is. Like, it was between this and. The those who fight further, the boss music, but because both of them are just my favorite music from this game, possibly some of my favorite music from Final Fantasy. But I just love the driving piano and the beat and the suspense, and you spend so much time listening to this music during this section of the game, but it never gets boring. Like, it's always got that high energy to it and actually I have a version I didn't want to use it for this segment but I have a version of it that's actually played by a full orchestra and it's even better and you nice. just nice. you just slipped that in like two days ago that wouldn't have been a legal choice but well done. I, well I knew it was actually, coming out so I, we... I had it quite up <laughs> the list does not <laughs> technically say top five Nintendo game songs this it says true. top five video game songs. Did it not? Because oh everything I saw that we talked about pre-show said Nintendo, but okay. I think we all made away for since we're a Nintendo podcast. Um, so I just need to say real quick before we move on to Eugene's first track that, um, like Justin, almost all of my music is made better by remixes. So <laughs> yeah, do with that what you will. Nice. All right, well then I guess I will next then um all of my tracks actually have remixes too i don't think that i think all tracks can be made better by a good remix you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um especially if they're played you know, by real I think, instruments yeah right like i i love that there's this gal named taylor davis and she does a lot of violin soundtracks for like you know metal gear and uh, legend of zelda and yeah it's just good stuff But anyways, alright, so I'm going to move on to my first track, rather. Um, This one should come as no surprise to you guys. This one comes from my favorite game of all time, Illusion of Gaia. This is the village theme. Um, It's just nice and peaceful. Um, You know when you are in the village that nothing bad is going to happen to you. It's great. It's fantastic. (laughs) Right up until Um, the cutscene at the two-thirds part where all the villagers are slaughtered and you have to yeah right so yeah it's uh it's good stuff i i really do like illusion of gaia i really like the soundtrack for the game there are there's like one or two somewhat stinkers i wouldn't say it's a stinker but like you know there but most of the music in that game is super good and the little history lesson this game um came out from enix before square enix 
you know, the merge from that, you know, so, like, that was when Phoenix had, like, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest if you were in Japan, and, you know, all of the other things that they were published, but, yeah, this is one of the ones that they did, and Square has never brought it back at this point, so, like, I would love to see, like, a virtual console re-release of this, or, like, a remake, which is never gonna happen, but, yeah, Illusion of Gaia, it's got some good music, some good music. Alright, I guess that means I ought to pass it off to... Oh yeah, Steve, you're next. So what you got for Number us? four! I know, I was thinking the exact same thing, actually. Alright, well, my <laughs> number that? four, I'm just going to start playing it because it takes like a minute and a half to get to the good part of the song anyway. That but, was oh, mine too. Walking on the Moon. Walking on the Moon from the Rocket League soundtrack. Um... When I do these lists, I always limit it to one song per franchise or whatever. And I had a really hard time deciding just which Rocket League song I was going to use because they're all so good across all six soundtracks that have been released so far. Um, yeah, so I ended up going with Walking on the Moon because this is one of those songs where when we're playing the game together, I can't help the part that's uh, going to be starting here in just a second. It's just so good, and I get so happy every time I hear this. Um, my goodness, it takes forever to get to this part. I don't know how much longer I can stall. This but is, <laughs> This is why I, I just I mean, to mine. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, Lucas will attest to how much I listen to this soundtrack. Um, this is just one of those soundtracks that I can just listen to over and over and over and over and over. So. This is, fun fact, this is one of the two songs that I have from Rocket League on my phone, too, so I appreciate yeah. you. And this part, once it starts with the singing. It's just such a good song. So, and, and I, I remember... Usually, I, I always play Rocket League with this music turned off, so I never hear any of this. Oh, you gotta change that, Justin. It makes the game completely different. Usually trying to pay attention I forget to that chat. you can... <laughs> I forget that you can um, you can put um, the Rocket League music on actually in game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hidden in the options. I didn't realize for about sixty hours. Well, so. I don't think it was a feature until like a half a year ago. I think for a while it, might... it wasn't a thing, and then it like became a thing. So I think it always that. was on the Switch version, though. So really. So, but yeah. So anyway, number four. There we go. Well done. Mine are in no particular order, by the way, because I started this this segment with only four on my list. I now have eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have five, and my number four is my fourth favorite song that I could come up with. Um, and it should be pretty instantly recognizable to anyone who grew up in the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I mean, what do I have to say? It's like my favorite boss music. It's really good. It sets the tone perfectly. It's a little goofy, a little spooky, just like the actual game. Mario RPG has always had this, like, air of, like, dark humor mystery kind of thing going on for me. It, it's the kind of game where, like, you feel like if you got sucked into the game world, you could die. Like, it doesn't feel safe. All of the characters are, like, talking weaponry. It's just spooky, and this game does a good job of, like, highlighting that feeling. Yeah, I've, I kind of have always 
thought that as well now that I think about it. Like, I always had this somewhat feeling of dread, even though it was like a Mario game. Yeah. You know, because, especially, yeah, especially like in the beginning of the game, you like are in the sewers and everything, and you're fighting Bowser there, and it's like, yeah. It's, well, and uh, even the very beginning of the game. I think it's no, the ahead. rare touch. Um, like, like, right at the beginning of the game, it, it, it does the same thing Paper Mario does, but it does it so much better, because it has that, like, fake-out intro, where it's like, oh, you're going to fight Bowser and save Peach, and you do it, but then something goes wrong, and your adventure starts. But, like, in Mario RPG, it's just such, like, a dark intro, because it's like, oh, this nemesis from the sky just slashes a giant sword into Bowser's keep and sends everyone flying. It's, it's well done, man. Spooky game. Right. I like it a lot. So, this song has got to be and, my and favorite just, song in that game. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, Justin, I was going to ask you to clarify yourself because now I'm confused. You said the rare touch. Did you mean the square touch? I thought I said square touch, but. Yeah, I heard know, rare it, as well. I was confused. <laughs> I, mean, I could have said the, the wrong word. It's also entirely possible that with all of us talking over each other, you just heard it wrong. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the square, the square touch, definitely. Oh, we'll play back the tape. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, because you know, squares um, stories tend to have like kind of a dark, uh, you know, under, underlying whatever words escaping me. But yeah. <laughs> well, this is all I got. I'm just gonna keep bopping until Justin plays his next song. So. <laughs> all right. Um, well, let me. I forgot it was my turn next, so give me just a second and let me get my. It's audio okay, I can keep going here. with this for a while. Sure, why not? Um, all right, because I'm still trying to decide. I don't like. I keep adding to this list, and I don't want to get get rid of any. But um, trying to find the music you want to play is your own personal boss battle. Yes. Um. Well. Nice. You, I've. I think I'm gonna have to go with this one. Nice choice. Nice choice. Um, cause, and, and, I mean, the Mario Kart 8 version is even better, but there's just something about, again, that driving bass line, and you just, like, I like those kind of driving constant rhythms, like, says someone with ADD that keeps me focused, and, and this just has such a nice upbeat sound to it and that bass is so catchy and let me get the uh, Mario Kart 8 version playing here because it's even better like everything else it's even better with real instruments how yeah, did I like Mario it. Kart I, um, how did Mario Kart I, music not make it onto my list at all what the hell you weren't even thinking about it. You were too it busy with your rocket power. Suddenly, cars. this popped into my head. I was looking for something else and came across this. I'm like, oh no, this has to go on my list. Um, is is this original Mario Kart? This is yes. This like is Super Mario Kart. This is originally Mario Kart, Mario 64, Kart 64, and then um, I think oh. it was in Mario Kart. Yes, on one of the tracks, and then of course this version from Mario Kart 8. Eugene, yeah, it was originally. I'd be a little disappointed. I'd be a little disappointed in you, Eugene, for thinking that. But as we both know, Diddy Kong Racing is the better game anyway. So. 
this is the truth. This is that's the only Mario Kart game on the Nintendo 64. You're right. Well, actually, actually, uh, the better version of both of them. Just gonna turn this up and, and listen to. We'll save that for solo. Y'all are wrong. <laughs> Crash Team Racing. Not even on the N64. No. It should have been. Not even in the. Not even in the same playing field, Steve. Let's get it. Let's get at it. It is Let's now. All right. I'm, Let's be real. I'm going to take next. I'm going to take next. So uh, my next track is kind of another it's kind of uh, track where it's kind of nice and quiet and kind of nice and moody. This one comes from one of Lucas's favorite games, uh, Metroid Prime. Mm, uh, you know, I love me some Metroid Prime. Yeah, mm. um, is, you can drift. hear this the boredom. Great winter music, and it doesn't use any of the winter it music is. tropes. Yeah, it, it it's such good music. This game had really good music. I I hmm, I would probably put it on the. I, I would say this has the best Metroid, or best music of any Metroid game. I would say just because it has a lot of new music, has a lot of like remix music of like old tracks. It's like they just did a really good job with this. Like even like the Magmore Caverns, like it's kind of remixed in with the. Uh, um, you can still hear like the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say Magmore Caverns is the song that I would have picked had I gone with this game. See, I, I was because I, they've I was, used that music in just about every Metroid game since Super Metroid, and I'm just I've never liked it. So, <laughs> yeah, I yeah I like this track a lot. It's um, really good, and I don't know that they've used this one again in anything, if I remember correctly. Maybe in like the Hunters game, but I don't think so even there. But yeah, Pendrana Drifts, it's super good. It's like super moody, like Justin said. This just makes you think of snow just, and winter yeah, it just time. has that frigid sound to it. All like the high-pitched instruments and everything. and Like, it's amazing. I watched a video of, of like the problem with winter music in video games. And this was one of the examples of winter music that doesn't, again, fall into the tropes of sleigh bells and, and Christmassy and all that stuff. Yep, just a yeah, just a really good track. Um, yeah, Pendrana Drifts. So I'm going to turn it over here to Steve before I have to say Pendrana one more time because every time I say it, I think I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> Number three. It's already my turn again. <laughs> Holy crap, that was fast. Um, yeah, so I've already mentioned the name of this song tonight to you guys multiple times. And this is part of the reason we're actually playing the music tonight, because if I hadn't, you'd have not known what it was from. The song is called How Aquamante. would I have not known what this is? I'm well, glad wait. I didn't pick this, because I almost did. <laughs> yeah, this is Aquavitae. The name this of this the song is... The... Well, it's the Explodatorium. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I didn't know the name of it was Aquavitae. Well, no, it's the Explodatorium theme, but it's the one from uh, uh, Spectre Knight. Because I think I Spectre Knight does different. all the music better. Okay, Sorry, it's I'm about gonna... to get really good. Wait. Yeah. Also, best night in uh, Shovel Knight. So. Yeah. Um, I really have not to Spectre. play some of those expansions. By the way, I do have to give an honorable mention right here because it was really I could have gone with this or I could have gone with Hidden by Night. Because this one is right up there for me. Like, this, this one, one is, is just so good, too. 
You just cheated. You're choosing six tracks, nope, nope, Steve. Nope, nope, Banished nope. from Infendo. That was an honorable DJ mention. Is the this, new is, this is the true <laughs> Shovel Knight song. <laughs> See, um, and, and so. Shovel Knight is another of those games where the first level theme is one of my favorites. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they actually... I think I might have that. No, I don't. Um, yes, How I do, do actually. have that? Well, I've got the second version of it. Well, I mean, I have so, it. I just have the second version quite up. So while we're um, while we're talking about Explodatorium, um, Alchemist is one of the new classes in Monster Hunter Double Cross, and every time I use it, I play the Explodatorium music because it's the uh -huh. theme of my favorite Alchemist. So yeah. So, but yeah, this game just has so much good music. Explodatorium sounds dirty. <laughs> I mean, maybe in your world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what doesn't sound dirty, a little wholesome... Well, okay, my transition has been ruined. <laughs> you know what doesn't sound dirty? A little wholesome snowboarding action, and that's exactly where track number three comes from. Um, speaking of music that's best at the beginning of games, the first level in Snowboard Kids 2 is really, really upbeat and peppy and happy and everything that's right with the world. Let's listen for a second and just take it all in. Your mom took it all in last night. Oh god. <laughs> There's number one. <laughs> I um I like Snowboard Kids a lot. I I tend to have fonder memories of Snowboard Kids too than I do of like 1080 snowboarding. Yeah. And I and I know a lot of people like 1080 snowboarding. They like they like swear by it, you know. So yeah. No, this is this is the song that I think of when I think of this series. And being one of my favorite series, that means a lot. Like, this is just... I don't know. I thought Snowboard Kids 2 was more fun than Snowboard Kids. And I thought that um, this game, or this track in particular, just did the game so much justice. Because it's so good. All the music in the Snowboard Kids series is good. But this music is so good and so peppy and so energetic. You're going to make me lot. buy this game, aren't you? You should buy it! It's a good game! Everyone should is buy it, it! Is it on Virtual Console? What? Well, nope. What console do I need it for? You gotta get an N64, boy. Because it looks awful, so forget that. And by the way, I got the first swear of the show. Congratulations. We can we can <laughs> uh, get a stream going of us multiplayering in Nintendo 64. I would be so down Dude, for that. My PC will do that now. My PC will do that too. We should play Snowboard Kids sometime, but I call Slash. That's the only rule. I'm playing a Slash. You guys can be anybody else. <laughs> I don't care. You can Eugene play gets jam out of courtesy. Everyone else is on their own. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know crap about it, so we're good. Good. You can be Linda. <laughs> oh, nobody wants. Linda. I know. She's the worst. I thought you. Said <laughs> she is. I thought you said Glinda. It's your turn whenever you say it's your turn, boy. That's because I have no idea what the hell is going on. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring it down here, make it bring it down nice and quiet and dark. I know this, but I can't remember what it is. Saturday morning cartoon dark. No, the depths of hell dark. This is the. E1 M5, uh, the theme from the E1 M5 level in Doom. The oh my God! Doom. Doom. 
Uh, I, guess I it's knew I knew usually that. Usually titled suspense, which obviously it's pretty suspenseful, but like this is quite possibly my favorite minimalist uh, composition in any video game ever. It's just so atmospheric and it just builds on itself through the whole loop and you really get that like this was one of the first actually scary levels of doom that i can remember like it what is happening here I, um please continue you're, continue, you're continuing you're just yeah, one of the first I'm closing, atmospheric I'm closing the video with that anyway yeah, E1, M5, <laughs> Suspense by Robert Prince from the original uh, Doom game, which also came out on the Super NES and the Game Boy Advance, so it is legitimately a, a Nintendo game. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, yeah, you are not wrong. Those of you listening at home are missing out on whatever sort of visual things I'm getting confused by. I don't want to stop it because, like, it's getting to the good part, but I guess it's somebody else's turn. Eugene, take it away. So, the sad part is, as Justin was yeah. so distracted, we weren't even doing anything when he said that. All right, I guess it's my turn, so I'm going to take it away here. So I've got another, well, actually, I guess mine haven't been quite classic. My first one was Illusion of Gaia Super Nintendo. This one, we're taking it back to the NES. Um, one of my favorite tracks ever, ever of any video game music. Please tell um, me you picked the it, one that I eliminated from my list. Maybe. Um, this song is always getting stuck in my head. Always, always, always. So uh, here we go. No. We're going to um, play in some... Some Dr. Wily's Fortress. Probably the same composer, or it's definitely the same publisher, but not what I was thinking. Yeah, Capcom game, um, Mega Man 2, a classic. Everybody loves Mega Man 2, right? This song. The music is super good. This song too. is so popular and has been remixed by so many different people on YouTube that I actually got really sick of it after a while. Because it's just, anytime <laughs> right? you look up, like, like go on YouTube right now and Google, or I guess you're Googling on YouTube, they own them, Google <laughs> Mega Man <laughs> Remix, Google and this will be like the top 10 results that you get. Like, it's, this is the song everybody yeah. loves, and it's worth it. It's a great song. It's kind of like There's, the um, Kraid, the Kraid level music in the original Metroid. Like, that's probably one of oh, the sure. most remixed track of video game music ever yeah and interestingly yeah, it, it, it doesn't need it it's a bop but right you know. yeah no it's 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 killer on its own but then you put a remix into it and it can become even better but kind of with you lucas like i've seen some remixes kind of fall flat too on this uh for this game as well but um, with that, there's also like I don't know if you guys have heard of the artist Mega Ran. He oh, yes. does rapping and he yep. raps to this song, and you know, like it's ah, it, it, you can do so much with this track, you know. So it's really good. Um, Mega Man Two, Wily's Fortress. While we're while Mujo we're Blood. while we're plugging cover artists, the Megas also did some really good stuff with this for one of their albums. So check out the Megas; they do good work. I have no nostalgia for Mega Man, so this did nothing for me. Ah, but. I'm sorry. But it's got it, it's got good music. It, this is just the, an earworm. Okay, the so music. Let's get, 
the music is my nostalgia for Mega Man. I've, I've never been able to get into the games. I love the music. It's so much fun. So let's keep the music going and let's talk about this for a while. I didn't really get into Mega Man until I was in like late high school, early college. But it's become something that now I can be nostalgic for in my like young adult years. Because in my late childhood, I was like, yeah, I'm all about that. So, you know, it's, right. it's cool how you can get into a series like later on. And then a few years down the road, you'll start getting those nostalgia feels again. So now I'm all about it, man. Mega Man. <laughs> da, 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 da. Nice. All right, All Steve, right. what you got for us? Number so, two! <laughs> so, it's happening every time, accept it. This is the <laughs> hardest... once more. I do believe this is the hardest discussion topic we have ever done for me, because music <laughs> is what I do. I always have music going, whether it's an AirPod or whatever, and when I got to my Zelda game, I'm like, there is so much good music from Zelda, but... There's very few songs that I find myself going to, so that was I went my issue with too, which is why shoot. This is not the right one. Okay, um, I went with Gerudo Valley, <laughs> but I meant to go with the thir- um, the 30th anniversary orchestrated concert version. So this is mm. not it, but this was the song anyway. This is just um, you're eliminated yeah, the... for not picking Dancing Dragon Dungeon, but you know whatever. No, that's the thing though. Is that's good. But when you hear, and Justin kind of actually mentioned this <laughs> earlier, um, when you hear music live, performed with real instruments, the emotions that it evokes are something that you will not forget. My other two um, picks for this for the Zelda series were Hyrule Castle from Breath of the Wild, after a tweet I saw last night Which... about... It, it, it. The Hyrule Castle theme basically tells the story of the game if you listen to it from start to finish. Yeah. And then Mulgara from uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Um, but this one had to take the cake because when the 25th anniversary orchestra CD came out, I listened to this on repeat for hours. And when the 30th anniversary concert CD came out, even though it was more or less the same track, I still listened to it over and over for hours on end. And I still do. It's the one Zelda song that I always find myself going back to above all the others. And that's even uh, Windfall Island is another good one that I really enjoy, but this one just takes the cake. That's that's actually one of the first Zelda themes I ever heard played by a full orchestra. Um, I yeah. Back in the Napster days. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, man. So, so I got to say, Steve, I totally understand where you're coming from with the live thing. Um, because uh, as ironic as this is going to sound, one of my favorite like live tracks to listen to is the Splatoon 2 live concert that they did with the holograms. Oh, Just yeah. like hearing the audience react, like, like Ebb and Flow in particular, as you know, it's like my favorite Spl- yeah. Splatoon song. And like when she like hits the high notes that they don't normally hit in the game and you hear the audience like give out a little cheer and it's like hearing the audience get pumped, it, it gets you pumped, you know? Mm-hmm. I really like yeah. that, so. That's gotta yeah. be like seeing the gorillas in concert. Yeah. Or <laughs> so, Hatsune so yeah. Miku if we want to be and even weebier. Apologies for pulling the wrong version. I pulled it from the 30th anniversary game music collection instead of the 30th anniversary oh. concert CD. Oh no, so, I'm ha- oh well. I'm perfectly happy with this version. Of- <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean this is be, still good. To be fair, this, what, kind of this fits, is what gives me. The- this kind of fits with the theme even better because it's actually music from a game, so you know, right. instead of a concert. Yeah. So. Um, so. And and you know I had kind of the same problem 
as you uh, see, which is why No Zelda music made it on my list, because there's just so much good yeah. Zelda music. I couldn't pick just one, and, you know, like, a lot of it isn't... A lot of it is music that, when it's playing in context, I absolutely love and can't get enough of, but I don't usually seek out as background music like it's just something that yeah it's not it's not something you find yourself uh craving to listen to right fun fact that's actually kind of the same reason i didn't have any zelda music on my playlist (laughs) is because yeah it's great music it's great in the moment but it you usually don't listen to it for hours and hours on end on loop um however a song that i steve apparently (laughs) a song that i spent a lot of time listening to and a song that i'm going to get a lot of time listening to again in a couple of weeks when it comes out on switch is the Turnabout Sisters theme from Phoenix Wright. Oh, a man after my heart. Mm. Um, (laughs) I love Phoenix Wright. Um, I grew up playing Phoenix Wright. I can't believe it came out in 2001 and it's been that long. Um, I just, I don't know what to say. I love these, I love these games. I can't wait to play them again. This song in particular is especially memorable because of everything that happens at the beginning of the first game to one of the aforementioned Turnabout sisters and your relationship with the other one as you go onward in the game. It's just, it's really good and it connects with me. And I spent so much time listening to this song. So many different remixes of this song and all of the Phoenix Wright music. But I think this is like probably the most iconic music in the game, short of some of like the objection tunes, so. So I have to ask you this. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of fell off on the series after it went to Apollo Justice. Apollo? Have you played like- Apollo Justice was my first Phoenix Wright game. And then I played, and then I played one, two, and three. Um, I fell off after the first Miles Edgeworth game, which I think came out right after those. Apollo Justice. Yeah, I have not tried the 3DS ones. I did play the crossover with Professor Layton. I haven't really played any of the new ones. I would love to play the new ones, but I really want to go back and play the old ones first because I just they're they're classic. They uh, to me, Phoenix Wright is a trilogy, and then Apollo Justice is like bonus DLC. So you play one through three, you've really gotten the full experience, in my opinion. The last case in the third game is just, like, ground-shaking and incredibly memorable. So it's a good place mm-hmm. to end the series, in my opinion. Yeah, I, mm, that game is so... Um, that, that was one of the first games that I played just because of the story. Because, like, you know, yeah. there is some gameplay, right? But, like, the story is what you're there it's, for. It's more or less a visual novel. You're playing it for, like... like the amount of times as a kid, and I'm hoping I'm better at it as an adult, but sometimes it's really cryptic what evidence you have to pair with what statement to get the right result. The amount of times I would save in that game and just try every bit of evidence on everything that I could in order to make it happen, and I'd keep getting the game overs, like, it's just unreal how much time I grinded in that game to get to the end of the story. The last time I played that game, I think it was probably either my second or third time through. I think I played it three times through. But anyways, I just played it with a guide and just got all the answers because nice. I just wanted just the wanted story. To you know? I wanted to Yeah, that's cool. Well, mm-hmm. it has been years and years since I've played. I think the last time I even gave it a try was late high school. 
so I'm really looking forward to playing it with a fresh perspective. Now that I'm actually like the same age as Phoenix Wright. And fun fact, he was born in 1991, <laughs> like me. So that'll be cool. I'll actually be the age of the protagonist that I played as a kid in high school. So I'm looking That's forward awesome. to it. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Right. Cool. Justin, you're yeah, up. Yeah, um, this is where it gets tough because I have three songs left and only two positions to put them in. But I think I oh, know which one I, I'm going to have to I could it. I could have done a top 100 for this oh, yeah, by myself. Oh, ridiculous. Like I said, I went from only having four to having ten to having to whittle it back down to five. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I'm going to have to honorable mention the one that's probably going to get eliminated because I had to... Um, I had forgotten about this for a while, but as I was looking for music, I, had, I realized I had to include this. I almost did this one. I was this close. You know, I didn't think Mario music would work on it played by an orchestra. It just seemed like, you know, Mario music is so video gamey and you know, just it would always be MIDI, you know, synthesized music. But Mario Galaxy as much as the Galaxy games aren't my favorite Mario games, their soundtracks are amazing, and Gusty Galaxy is, like, this is, like, the new Mario theme to me. Like, yeah. Like, I, like, I actually, I think for yes. me, I think for me, part of the reason I enjoyed the games as much as I did is because the music is as good as it is. Yeah, like, this goes up there with yeah, it's got great the music. original Super Mario Brothers theme, and, you know, of course, now we got Fossil Falls, which is in the same, uh, same mm -hmm. vein, but this was, like, the first time they really went all out on a Mario-style music played by an orchestra, and I love it, and what I love even more is, um, Mario Kart 8 references it in the, uh, Cloud, Cloud Top Cruise uh, yes. level. Yes. There's reference to this part. Mm-hmm. There's just something so like happy about this part of the music. Like you just feel joy listening to it. And that's something Mario Even as I felt I felt joy when I was playing Mario Galaxy and then I almost felt hatred when I was playing the new games because I did not like the game the music in the new games at all. Did you guys like the music for Mario Brothers game soundtrack? Do. I know what I'm talking about. That. That I enjoyed more music for it because eh. we're basically still getting the same music we had in the original DS game, but I don't know. It feels Mario-y to me. Everything has because and I I think people everybody's talked about this before, but I I don't like how because they have the enemies dancing to the wah wah. That there's wah wah in every freaking track. Yeah. Like, oh my god, kill me. Hey, yeah, that's annoying. Cool? Nice. My my biggest problem with the Mario Galaxy soundtracks is there's like one or two songs like this one that I find absolutely amazing, and then there's like forty or fifty tracks that are just like, yeah, they're there, you know. Like, oh, I'm in the ice world, and it's like ambient ice noises. I'm in the lava world, and it's like lava music, you know. 
Like, uh, whenever this people complained about Breath of the Wild, oh, the music's terrible. There isn't any music. It's just sound effects. I'm like, well, that's kind of what Zelda is, especially when you look at, like, the 2D ones. There are the super memorable themes that we all know and ourselves. There is but never part, a 2D Zelda's Zelda game where there isn't music atmosphere. playing all the time. <laughs> But, like... Not yet. Yeah, but there's, there's music playing all the time, but it isn't always you know, memorable and catchy. Sometimes it's just, like, background noise that's there to... I'm gonna agree to disagree with you on this one. <laughs> As we so often do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you two agreeing to disagree? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listen to some of the dungeon music, especially from the 3D Zeldas, and tell me that isn't a lot of just noise most of the time. And there are some really, really good ones. Forest Temple and, you know, Fire Temple and all those are amazing. But there's also, especially in the more recent Zelda games, there's a lot of dungeon music that's just... Yeah, again. Like, it's disagree. there so it isn't silent. Yeah. That sounds like okay. an infend debate for a future show. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, well I'm gonna take over here and I'm going to pull up our next track from our next game. Um, Steve, you actually stole mine. I was gonna use Gerudo Valley next, I'm but sorry. Um, that's okay. <laughs> because I, I have another track that I really like from Zelda game. Um, this one actually comes from... <sighs> well, this is a tough one. I actually think that this Zelda game has the best Zelda dungeons, but I don't think it's necessarily the best Zelda game. This one comes from you from Twilight Princess, and it's the Hyrule Field. Um, I almost I, Yeah, it, it's, um, it's super good. Um, I like the Hyrule Field tracks a lot. Um, it's... It's 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 really good. I, I think that I, this isn't the track that they used when they introduced the um, when the first trailer came for it. No. But this is always the song that yeah. I think of when I think of Twilight Princess. Because yeah. it's where you spend the most time is traveling. Well, until field. you until you unlock fast travel and then you never set foot oh, on the God. field again. <laughs> <laughs> It, you know, yeah. it's funny because I, I remember when Ocarina of Time came out and, you know, the Hyrule Field music for that was incredible as well. And everybody complained, mm -hmm. well, there's no original Legend of Zelda theme. They didn't use the Legend of Zelda theme in the whole game because, well, you know, he wrote a whole new theme that referenced it but wasn't the exact theme. And so Majora's Mask came out and they reused the Legend of Zelda theme and everybody's like, hooray! Are we going to disagree really again? And, Termina you know, Field like, is the best field music in any <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> that doesn't make it and not good. And it is good. literally 45 seconds long. <laughs> but when you're spending hours upon hours exploring an area, and this is, again, why I think Breath of the Wild went minimalist score when you're spending hours and hours exploring an area, i do it's freaking good repeated <laughs> over and over again which is why <laughs> which is Eugene. yeah i'm gonna have to go with lucas on this one termina field is 
good. I, I, it is short for sure, but I, I think it's and fantastic. I was super happy when they brought it back. Well, and, to and be speaking fair, of Majora's remixes, Mask, you the don't Warriors the version of, of this is amazing. Majora's Mask, you don't spend nearly as much time in the like field area, so it works for that game. Right. But, yeah, it's kind of small. You know, for you know, why? Twilight Princess's Hyrule Field, you spend a lot of time there, and because of that, you have this sprawling Did epic somebody medley, say medley music that I think works really Cue well. Wind Waker. Oh God! <laughs> oh. <laughs> if only I had another great I've got, overworld music. I've got, I've got Mulgara. Steve, I've got Mulgara. What is, here. what is your choice for number oh, one? Yeah, Steve, because you're up. What is your number one? I doubt you're going to choose <laughs> and mine. And if you choose mine, I'm going to be very angry. Well, if you were paying attention... Mine, so. If you were paying attention to me last night, Justin... And you really should start day. paying more attention um, to You already know night. what my He's number one is. Very um, <laughs> Apparently I need to yeah, pay more I attention am. to his number one. Gotta... <laughs> yeah, um... Here it is, Homecoming Hijinks. Of all the Donkey Kong songs I could find, um, I wanted to do Aquatic Ambience, I wanted to do Sticker Brush Symphony, I wanted to do the Smash uh, Ultimate Remix of Gangplank Galleon, and as I was looking through my phone, this song came across. And I'm like, oh my god, I think this is the best Donkey Kong song that has, been, that has ever been done. Like, I could not think of another song to top this one. And I don't know if it's because of my recent playthrough of the game. Um, I don't know if it's because of the Donkey Kong Country 2 vibe it gives off. Um, I don't know what it is, but something about this song yeah, it's is really just good. absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I had to it go with Homecoming definitely, and we And we were talking about this. Like, there's, of course, David Wise would return to do Tropical Freeze, and there's definitely uh -huh. a... Diddy's Conquest vibe to this yeah. music. Like we talked about how it sounds kind of like Lockjaw's Locker, sound like the the map screen yep. music. Yeah, this the little bit um, of haunted the, hallway. Yeah, this song is known as the Snowmads theme. It's the song you hear in the trailer for this game back when it was revealed at E3. But the Snowmads theme itself, it almost seems like it's a mix of the. Um, Welcome to Crocodile Isle, the map screen music, the K Roll Returns, which is the title screen music, and Lockjaw's Locker, Lockjaw's Saga, depending on what version you're playing. Um, but yeah, that main theme is somehow a mix of all three of those, to where it sounds like all three of them at the same time, but when you listen to all three of them separately, it's nothing like any of them at the same time. Like, it is the strangest thing. I have spent months trying to figure out what it is, and that's the best I can come up with. But the fact that I would spend months listening to this song trying to figure that, something like that out and not God, be sick I really of this wish song you by would now download. is a statement I in really itself. wish you would I really wish you would download the Nathan Sharp um, Ocarina of Time album because the stuff he does on the last track is just like a fusion of all of his other tracks in that album and a bunch of like Ocarina of Time music and it's amazing how many little hints there are in it. Like, you would go nuts with it, dude. 
Exactly. That's I'm what sure I would, really except I don't know the Ocarina of Time soundtrack as well as I do some of these others. Well, and that's luckily, my downfall. Well, Lucas here who can apparently hum it for you. Lucas, hum the yeah. Water Temple music for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my number one. Um, Homecoming hijinks from Tropical Freeze. I could listen to this all day, but, you know, we've got four other or three other number ones to do. Let's listen to mine. How did this not make my list? <laughs> I know, right? Mario didn't make my list. Yeah, I think I tried to like avoid the the real like typical ones, but this is a good one. This is probably one of the best songs in video game music history. It's just consistently good. And I think this is kind of the precursor to the, you know, like orchestral soundtracks of the of the later years cuz clearly they're trying to do a full orchestra and when it is played by a full orchestra it sounds amazing, but Yeah. I like the I like that <clears throat> I like that this song is pretty much like your this is the song you hear like throughout the entire game. Yeah. And it's it's just really good. It's got a lot of like little it's it's probably not the longest track, right? Because it kind of repeats over itself after about a yeah, minute or so. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it kind of uh, it's got a lot going on for it, I think. Definitely. And I mean, you spend a lot of time exploring the castle, but you're jumping in and out of things, so you know, it breaks sure. it up. Yeah. Awesome. Classic. Lucas, would you like to tell us about your favorite track? Well, does anybody want to take next, okay, Justin? I, I think you're I up. I expected Lucas to talk more about his choice in music, but all right. Uh, all That's right. That's kind of all I've got. So I guess we're going to go. Oh, I lost the playlist. Hang on a second. Hopefully the echo I'm hearing is only on my end and not in my recording. <laughs> all right. It is. Okay, so I... I feel really bad for for taking one of these out because um, I really wanted it to be on the list, but ultimately I could not give up my number one. When we yes, when when I found out that this was going to that we're going to do this list sold done. Well, you made Steve when I, when happy. I found out that we were doing top five music. This was yep. instantly my number one. Like everything else, kind of got bumped in and out and shuffled around but this was the one that I could not take off the list I really like me some Donkey Kong music um, I, but see my nostalgia for 2D platformers is with Mario on the Super Nintendo so like every time I think about that I'm thinking like Mario World and everything but um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, Steve is probably the opposite. You're a Donkey Kong guy, so this is probably hit you, hitting you right I at mean, home. This is such like a, this is one of those few tracks that I could just probably just listen to for long periods on loop because it just it's so calm and serene and it builds on itself and there's so many different layers to it. Um, apparently, David Wise had to reprogram this track multiple times in order to get it to fit on the cartridge because he would... And then there was silence. What happened? 
Long silence. Well, Justin's talking, but we just can't hear him. Oh, okay. Hopefully, <laughs> Can anybody hear my music? But that's okay. His recording probably got it, so we're all good. And this will make the outtakes. I can't hear you, Justin. The recording <laughs> is working. I don't know why nobody can hear me. Kill the music. We, yeah, we can't hear you. Your music's great. All but right. yeah, we can't um, hear a word well, you're saying. Good to know. Um, so, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for tuning into Infendo Live. I bet you you accidentally um, pl unplugged your snowball. Mm. I figured the music um, was just drowning him out. Now right. he was. T I saw his mouth lips moving, so, so that's I why I was just shaking my head. Now. I was like, "Yep." There we go. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I know you can't yes. hear the music. What but, happened? You know. You know what it is by now, so. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Yeah, well, we'll see if any that of that, was, that picked up on your audio. Yeah, but I... <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, I'm going to move into my next track here, my final track. Um, I actually didn't put these in order, so this isn't like like my number one track. I just like all of these tracks, but like Lucas, I also picked a track from Mario 64. So here we go. The bees. Oh, there we go. Oh, wow. A lot of water music. Yeah. This, mm -hmm. this was like probably the only thing that could have possibly bumped Aquatic Ambience off of my list. <laughs> So not to I love this track. Not to immediately say there's better music, but I was really hoping you were going to go with the end credit music from Mario 64 because while a lot less a lot less memorable because people don't usually get to the end of that game when they start a playthrough, it's really good. It is. Nah. That's that's it is a really good track, but as if you notice from most of my track selections, I typically like tracks that are kind of like quieter, a little bit more mellow tracks, aside from Hyrule Field, I guess that's what, one, my one exception, but yeah, like, yeah, that's just kind of hits me right in yeah. everything that I'm I need. I, I'm actually kind of surprised, Eugene, you didn't go with Hazy Maze Cave. Hazy Maze Cave is, I don't even know what the music is, but I get where you were <laughs> yeah. coming from with this reference. I'm trying to think of that music it's, now. It's actually, actually I, I think it's the just the Mario music. Bros, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's See, right. See, it's, it's right. funny because impatient Sonic kin that I am, when I start getting into this track is when it goes into, like, the next verse, so to speak, and it gets, like, the background drums and everything. You know, the stuff yeah. that you hear when you're, like, over the ocean. Yeah, and see, my first thought when you said that yours was a Mario 64 song, I was thinking, oh, he's going with Dark World. Great. And then I heard this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a song too. I forgot about this one. I was actually <laughs> expecting the the level, the first level music, the Bobomb Battlefield. Da 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 well, da, and da, da da da. Yeah, I no, that one doesn't hit me so much. I, this one really does it for me because number one, I I tend to like water levels, and number two. Mario 64 did water and swimming so right, I think. Like, just so right. I, I think that it's probably, even though, like, you know, it's 20 years old at this point, I think it's still some of my favorite swimming mechanics in any video game. Like, they just yeah. did it Does well. Does anybody else find it strange that in the 3D Marios, 
Mario has a limited amount of time that he can <laughs> you know, hold his breath underwater, but in the 2D Marios, he can stay underwater indefinitely without drowning. What's with that? Nah, he's... It, it, defi it definitely... 2D Mario has one of those Jedi um, water breathing things. <laughs> yeah, a little nasty. It, it definitely occurred to me when I first played the game, but then it just made sense after a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, I just get coins and I get more breath. It's great. I, I just fly in through those little rings that the manta ray is leaving and I'll get some more, some more breath. It's great. It's fine. It's... And then they stopped so, yeah, giving uh... you more breath with coins and... And, and they stopped letting you heal when you swam in the water because they turned your mm -hmm. breath meter into a separate meter. Right, that's what I mean, yeah. And it's like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah, I, had to I totally forgot that was a health. thing. That was like a super good. Yeah, it was always great. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Nice exploit. better jump into some water. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, that was like a super awesome little hack. I totally forgot about that, but. All right, well, um, we are done with this segment. We're going to move on into the next. Steve is going to take us into a little game show called 20 Questions, and we will be right back. Have you ever wanted to have Justin's face on your underwear? Well, you can if you go to infendo.com store because that's our merch shop and that's what we like to do. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Steve Peacock Show. Um, since I'm evidently doing the whole thing, Eugene, you should have just let me start the show. <laughs> um, we are moving into our February Everybody Votes game segment, which you, the listener, over at patreon.com slash radio, voted that I would be hosting 20 questions. So I have 10 games quite up for you guys to guess in 20 questions or less. And the way we score this game, because, you know, we always have to score it, um, you guys have 20 questions to guess. However many um, questions are remaining when you guys get it, or when the person gets it right, that's how many points they get. If you guys don't get it, um, then I get 10 points. Um, there is a theme for 20 questions this week, because I have to do uh -huh. themes, because I'm a weirdo. The theme is well-known games that are in my pile of shame. So, Fair enough. these are games that I have purchased. Yes, these are games that I have purchased. And they are in my pile of shame because I have bought them and I have either not yet booted them up or not played for enough time to consider myself having played them. Okay? So what you're saying oh. is I should have a severe advantage because we're <laughs> best friends. Not necessarily, because some of these games I'm not even sure you know I own. Acknowledge that I said we're best friends. That is true. You did say we're best friends. Alright, hmm. guys. So game number one, I almost gave you the title. That would have been bad. <laughs> oh, so, God. Shantae. Rayman. I need to pull up a Wikipedia, because I haven't played enough of these games to know. No, oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, guys. This might not have been a good formula for a 20 questions. All right, was... um, All right, I'm going first. I'm going first. I'm going first. It's because your shirt says it. Does the main character wear gloves? Hang on. I'm checking that. Um, oh boy. I don't see... <laughs> nope. The main character of this first game does not wear gloves. I'm going to ask the second question. Does the main character have outfits that can be equipped and unequipped? I do not believe so. Okay, then it's not the game I'm thinking of. Um, 
I'm going to try to whittle this down instead of getting the most specific questions possible from the get-go. Was this <laughs> game released after 2000? Yes. Okay. Was this game released on the GameCube? No. Is this Damn this... it, I should have asked if it was handheld or console. Is this a Switch game? It, it is. Gotta be yes or no. Okay, switch game. And we can uh, butt in, right? There's no rule that like we have to follow a formula. We were butting in in the last one, so yeah, no, yeah. I mean we we basically as long as you know, yeah. basically you guys are playing as a competitive a team. team. Yes. So fifteen, oh, okay. fifteen oh, okay. War Swords Adventures style. <laughs> yeah, fifteen questions oh, wait, remain. Is it Justin's turn or whose well, turn? Well, it's Justin's turn, 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 but you can jump in. That's what. Yeah, we just jump in because I got so, nothing right now. All right, so you said that this is a wait. game that's on your pile of shame. Is this a physical game? Um, I have it digitally. If it was available as a physical game, it would have been available via limited runs, and their games are very hard to keep track of. So I would say digital and less limited runs did a copy of it. Is this okay. game's main character female? No. Right, but we we can be reasonably certain at this point that it's an indie game. It um, is. And I'm not counting that as a question. Because that was, was a statement. Say, um, ooh, you mean there's a loophole? You are keeping Everybody track of... Make, yeah, thirteen. Uh, you've used we seven of your twenty questions. Yes. Hmm. Counting up. That's smart. Okay. I didn't think of that. <laughs> um. Okay. 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 Um. Is this game? Is it? Um, was this game a? No, that's not a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something to narrow it down. Narrow it down here. Is this game okay? Okay. Does this game feature online multiplayer? It does not. Is this hmm. game a shooter? No, it's not. I say he's not big on shooters. Hmm. Um, is Have this game a Metroidvania? It is. Hmm. Is this game hmm. Hollow Knight? Justin just got ten points. Woohoo! Dang! Good job, Justin. I should have just yep. gone with. I was gonna. I, was... I should have gone for the eleven points, but. <laughs> well, but that would have also wasted one of your guys' questions had you been wrong. All right, guys. True. Game number two. I went first last time. This is so. weird. It's like. Okay. I keep thinking that I should be playing music, but this isn't Nintendo's. It's Nintendo's <laughs> minus music. Silent. We, need, we need to have background music like throughout. <laughs> is this game a port? It is. Is this game Skyrim? No. Oh, God. That would have <laughs> killed. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Lucas, but no. <laughs> Well played. Wrong, but well played. It's gonna happen. Was this game released after the year 2010? Which time? Oh, God. The port. 
the one that you have that you haven't played. Yeah. Accor- according to Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth, the original release of this was on September 15th of 2015. It was released on the Nintendo console in 2018. So yes to both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why did wow. you ask? Can I have the last 15 seconds of I, my life back, please? Because I kind of forgot what the original question was. I was just it going was on really, real estate. Okay, so we just got so we just got a bunch of we just got a bunch of info. The game was originally released in 2015. It was mm-hmm. released on the Switch in 2018, and it's a port. So. All right. That makes up for you guessing Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I say we don't normally uh, have exact year unless we ask it, but you know I'll take that clue. <laughs> did this game receive a physical release? Yes, and I have it physically. Twenty fifteen. All right, the game I'm thinking of is older than that. So, um. Anybody else got any other questions? Is I'm I'm ready to fire off away. Fire away. Um, is hang on. Is this a Nintendo published game? It is not. Hmm. Okay. Is does this game feature online multiplayer? It does not. Hmm. And you have this game physically. Mm-hmm. Is this game ukulele? No. No, you beat that. I haven't beat it, Damn but it. I have. I've played it more oh, than to say also, I haven't I don't played it. Think ukulele had a physical release on Switch, did it? It did. Not yet. Or it's yeah, that's right. It's coming through limited run. Hmm. Well, I wasted a question on two accounts. Now. <laughs> <laughs> don't you feel foolish? <laughs> so thirteen questions remain. Hmm. All right, let's break this down here because we're getting to the to the. This break. is harder is than it game... looks, doesn't Wait, it? Wait, did Justin? you say? Did you say this isn't a Nintendo game? It's not Nintendo no, published. No, not Nintendo now, published. Okay, not Nintendo published. All right. Right, because I had a thought that would have fit into that, even though Nintendo didn't make it. Um, now remember, you guys can talk and not ask official questions too. Yeah, we're right. aware of the so, rules. Hmm. I love that meat button. The here's one. Is the main character humanoid? Yes. Hmm. Is this hmm. game an RPG? Yes. Hmm. 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 And don't you be looking at the reflection on my glasses either. <laughs> I'll be looking at the reflection on mine. <laughs> okay, now now you got me all flustered here. Let's see, RPG originally came out in. Does this game have any sequels, or is this game a sequel? This game is, is not a sequel. Is this and game Final is... Fantasy Nine? It is not Final Fantasy Nine. It is now part of a franchise it does have a recently announced sequel hmm. oh damn i know wait, damn wait. oh is this octopath traveler no 
Ooh, that's a good one. Good guess. We're down to eight questions, would... by the way. Oh boy. Hmm. Really wanting to go into the eShop right now. Um, <laughs> I know, right? I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm not wasting a question on this, but we're all going on the assumption that this is a Switch game, but 2018, well, it, it could also be 3DS. It could be, but it's probably not, knowing Steve. I think right. he usually says things like, boy, my 3DS is so dusty. It's, you know. <laughs> How dusty is it? It's as dusty as your mom last night. Yeah, there we oh, go. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's oh, boy. see. I'm not good at your mom jokes. Is... That's Justin's job. <laughs> okay, so it can't be... Okay. It can't be... Um, it can't be the that other stupid Square Enix game that everybody liked so much, Bravely, oh, because there's I, two of those already, and they didn't yeah, come out in 2018. No. Um, Would it help if we asked... Um, Are you going to ask if we can ask? Well, you, <laughs> you guys can ask yourselves whatever you want. If you want to make an right. official question, then you ask me. Okay. Yeah, because we're only down to ten, so, so it's like... So you know, no, you're down, down to what's eight. Up, what's up, Eugene? Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. What, what um, were you gonna ask? If it would help. So it's an RPG, mm-hmm. but what, do you think it would help if we asked if it was like a Japanese-made RPG? I Is can't there think any of any other kinds on the Switch. I can't think of any. That, well, yeah, I can't think of any that. There's like fractured butthole and stuff oh my like god, that, stick, like of well, that stick of truth. Is it stick of truth? Is it no, stick of truth? Was on... Wait, 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 Is wait, that wait, an wait. Official lock... Yes, that's my before official question. Is it in, stick of truth? I don't care. In. I'm locking it in. We're on, we're rivals. <laughs> Is okay. it stick of truth? He's Lucas, a question for your official that... for your official question, Lucas, it is not stick of truth. Damn. He already said it was not a franchise right now. They just announced a sequel. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and it was not already sequel, which is why I was trying to stop you from doing Okay, that. is it Super Mario Sunshine? <laughs> <laughs> Do I actually have to count that? I... Yes, I just... I'm, I'm wasting a point. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> is it, uh, is this game, I'm going to ask it, is this game made by a Japanese studio? No. Okay, so that actually really does help narrow it down. Yeah, five because, questions. Because, like, literally well, all and the it's RPGs a, It's are... a physical U.S.-release RPG that is part of a franchise that's about to be part of a franchise. Right, but is not yet. That's what's throwing me off. <sighs> well, that means they right? just there's something else in the wings that they've announced that they're working on, but... Mm, I don't think I'll how many western like, RPGs are there on the Switch that aren't indie seriously because well, it could that be are, indie and it's a port well yeah it's, it's, a, port a, it's of, a port yeah, it could so. be indie but I mean the odds just seem so stacked against it we could I ask I love listening indie. to you guys argue this is fun <laughs> this game is definitely more fun to host than it is to play because <laughs> <laughs> this is just stressful <laughs> Um, I've uh, I got nothing. I've got nothing here. Yeah. Um, let's just start okay. using guesses. Okay, all right. I guess. Does, yeah. Okay. So this is an RPG. It's a Western-made RPG. 
does this game do you have a party in this game I don't know like I said I haven't played it and I don't know anything about it hang on gameplay here we go oh my god keep thinking of more Just... questions because I if I can't if I can't answer it I can't count it I can Not only think I'm of one RPG, but it definitely didn't get a physical release. West of Loathing. Um, yeah, and that that uh, that wasn't a port, was it? I mean, it was a port of a Steam game, but does that oh, okay. count? Oh, I, yeah, I didn't even think about Steam. See that? Is okay, this a port of a Steam game? Is this a port of a Steam game? Do we want to? Do we want to ask that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if. Oh. Go ahead. I know what it is. Go ahead. They'll keep him from getting 10 I know points. what it is. Is this game Undertale? It is. Oh, Wait. son of a bitch. Yes! Wait, but <laughs> that other game is already out. No, the first part of it is already out. It's not fully developed. I I call shenanigans, but I yes. understand I understand in so your I, world so, of reasoning that's acceptable, but I call shenanigans. Yeah. So, ra so rather than giving Eugene five points, should I give him six? No, he get. No, we're good. We we'll we'll deal. Yeah, you give me sixteen points. <laughs> yeah, it's that's how it's, it works. It's yeah. fine. It's just a little <laughs> okay. weird. Yeah, yeah, like, sure like I said, I didn't think this that. through, and I was like, yeah, let's ask all these questions about games that I might not know very much about. Good call. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I had forgotten that Undertale was even an RPG. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's really the only Western-made RPG I can think of. And it was indie. You guys were arguing Except about that. Hey, too. Again, <laughs> West of Loathing, man. Give it yeah, a try. That's true. Um, mm -hmm. Bri mm -hmm. uh, Brianosaurus came very close in the chat too. He guessed Deltarune. Deltarune, yeah. So, okay, number three. Right. Let's the sequel to Undertale. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, number three. Let's go. Um. I, I, again, I'm waiting for the music. <laughs> <laughs> should I just should I just do it every time? Is it Skyrim? No, it's not. But you can do that. One every of time. these days, I'm gonna get twenty points. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna waste a point. But you say, can't guess Skyrim, first every time is, either. Is Skyrim yeah. one of the answers tonight? Can I ask that? <laughs> Well, if he keeps, no, you can't. If he says, we can't if he ask says, games about. We can't ask things about potential well, future if games. Says, worth a shot. If he says yes, then we're just always gonna start with. Well, I mean, we're gonna do that anyway. Exactly. But, you know, one of us yeah. is bound to be right eventually. So you know. Yeah, but um, see, I I would like to keep you guessing. Yeah. Besides, I'm not sure we're gonna have time to do all ten games tonight either. So. Oh my God, ten. <laughs> like I say, equate up ten. We don't have to use them all. I think we should. So. I think we should make a firm cutoff in twenty minutes when we hit the yeah. next hour. So. Especially okay. since we're not. Especially since we're getting varying numbers of points. You know that can really. Okay, so then, how about this? Skyrim is not on tonight's list because it was like number nine. Okay. So there you go. Save yourself right. a question. And so it was on tonight's. All right, guys. So so far we know that the game is not <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> yes, and no other games are Skyrim. Um, so. so, so let me let me give you guys a little Wait. pro tip for Steve here. Um, he pretty much only plays his modern systems. He might have an old game that's on his backlog, but 
I'm pretty sure almost every game on this list is going to be a modern like Ooh, okay, Switch title. Okay, okay. I, I have a good question for that then. Hasn't played. Was this game has. released on a console that Skyrim was on? No. Wait, what okay, was the so question? It was not a Switch game. Because Skyrim's been I said, on like everything. <laughs> that's the point. Well, not this, not this one, not this game. So what this was is the, not probably. This what is. What was the question? Was this game released on a console that Skyrim was on? Okay. Okay. So that, so that means so it eliminates Switch. So this is either 3DS or Wii U or something older. Okay. I mean, are we considering non-Nintendo systems here? I don't think we no, can. All, no, all of my games are on Nintendo systems currently because they we are, are purchased okay. by me in my black backlog. Okay. Is okay, this... but that so this also eliminates like multi-platform games from like the 360. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? because, because and see, PC. that I wasn't. I saw um, where you were going with this, Eugene. And... Steve, mm-hmm. is this game on, on a that... handheld? It is. Okay, so probably now, 3DS. Cl- clarification: We're not counting the Switch as a handheld because Nintendo doesn't. Well, yeah, and we already eliminated it this round because you know, thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But thank you for the clarification because <laughs> that helps. Um. Alright, so, so let's 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 uh single out the handheld system then. Does Wait. this handheld system have two screens? Yes. Okay, so three DS or DS. Which right. is funny because you remember that hint Lucas gave you? This game doesn't apply to that hint. Wow, so it's <laughs> old as balls. <laughs> okay, so is this game? I just want to kind of establish a rule here. If this game is a, like, kind of a direct port or a virtual console release or something like that, are we considering it on the system that you haven't played it on or the system it originally came out on? If it was a vir- has virtual console. This right. is so much more um, technical no, than when Justin none of, was None of my to. games. <laughs> clarification, none of my games are virtual console. They are all originally okay. made for the, well... Yeah, they're made for the yeah, system we... they're supposed to be on. They're not virtual console. Right. In some in some shape or form. All right. Right. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So that, All right. Well, then I'm just gonna go with it. I know I asked like the last three questions, but does is this game on the 3ds? It is. Okay. So 3ds game. So it is still a modernish game. Okay. Um, is this game bravely second? It is. Boom. <laughs> so 15 points How for Lucas. How many points did I get? Sweet. 15, yep. <laughs> it pays to know Steve. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. This next one might be hard for you guys because I forgot I even owned the game until I was looking. Wait, you got it? It's bravely, what was it's it? Bravely second. <laughs> Bravely yeah. Oh my god, I was typing in the chat <laughs> yeah, and I missed it. We were too distracted by Sony games that weren't part of the game. <laughs> See, that was that was Lucas's freaking the, plan all along, the, to distract us with the Zoom chat. That was the advantage. Oh, there's there's stuff going on in the Zoom chat? I didn't even notice. <laughs> okay, well, game number four, here we go. Wow. Alright, um, I'm really did, pissed. Did this game come out... In the past five years. Yes. Okay. I like that question. Is this game on a home console system? Yes. 
Okay. So, switch. Okay. It's a switch. Well, it's a switch, it's a switch or, or a Wii, Wii U, because he did say he forgot he owned mm. it, but I'm saying probably Switch, knowing Steve. Okay. Well, let's see if we can narrow it down without like getting too crazy um, on it. Can I ask a possibly off the walls question? I don't know if this. I don't know if want. this is going to count or not because he did say these were in his backlog, and I don't think this would apply. But well, is pile this a of game? Shame. Is this a game that you have since sold back or gotten no. rid of? Okay, that lets out arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about the fun game did, that I only put um, ten hours into? Shameful. I know. Does this game um, contain a... No, that's not a good question. Hmm. Does this game here. contain okay, a closed instruction is this game? Is this an indie published game? Developed yes. game, whatever. Okay. A well-known okay, one. It's indie. Well, a well-known you give indie out, game. You give out so many hints that you don't have yeah, to give. Yes or no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's I mean, hard. we appreciate it. It helps us, but... It's an indie game. You have no points. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Right. Have you used this game, uh, this game's music on a Nintendo's? I have not. Hmm. I'm not okay. sure that will help me. <laughs> hmm. Um, all right. So, indie game, probably on Switch. Um, should we ask genre at this point, or do we want to keep chipping away at this? Yeah, I think genre might help. I'm, I'm still stuck on whether it's a Wii U or a Switch game. That's still kind of... I don't know that. I know that it's probably I Switch. I would focus on Switch for a while. Yeah. Is this game from a side-scrolling perspective? Yes. Um, is th did this game receive a physical release? If it's not out yet, it will be. Because I know I've seen stuff about it, I just don't remember if it was out or coming out. Hmm. Is this game Blaster Master? No. Oh, good. I'm. I was. That's actually what I was going for. So I'm glad you took the hit on that. <laughs> of course, now I well, have no more. We all took y'all. Y'all took the hit on it. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> but Lucas gets blamed for it. <laughs> that's okay. Mm. He eliminated it. The only problem is I don't. I. I have no idea what tree to bark up now. <laughs> this is a tough well, one. Because he said it's popular. I don't know why. Popular yeah. from a side-scrolling perspective. Um, huh. Okay, does this game have? You said it's from a side-scrolling perspective, but is the art or, or is the yeah is the art assets is it um, polygonal three D? No. Like, is it like? Okay, so it's not like two point five D. No. So it's like, is this game Dead Cells? No, it's not. We're down to ten. Mm. Um. Is this retro-styled? Retro-styled, yes. Okay. Hmm. That eliminates my guess. I don't think this game was ever on the Switch. 
Well, it could be on the 3DS, couldn't it be? But it's but it's. Or, or I mean, I mean. As I say, I said home console. Um, yeah. could be I have Wii U, I have yeah. guesses, but it feels like kind of a waste of guesses. But let's. Can we whittle it down? Nah, let's just waste. Take one of your guesses and ask the genre, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Is this game a puzzle platformer? Puzzle platformer, no. Okay. Is this game Mutant Muds? No. Well, it can't be the other one then, because I'm pretty sure the other one is a. Uh... Ah, screw it, I'm gonna ask. Is this game Chicken Wiggle? No. Okay. And we're down to six. Womp womp. Hmm. Alright, retro styled, side scrolling, whatever. It is a platformer, but it is not a puzzle. So, does not a puzzle mean it's not a Metroidvania? Because those are pretty puzzle heavy. Or what's what's the difference between a puzzle platformer well, and a Metroidvania? Well, I traditionally define a puzzle platformer as like you have to push things to open doors to get into. You know, it's it's a puzzle game with platforming elements as opposed yeah, to like a to me, puzzle platformers like Donkey Kong ninety four. Were as right. yeah. Metroidvania is. You know, yeah. I wouldn't. Metroid, I wouldn't ever Metro- call Super Metroid a puzzle platformer. Yeah. No. Right, me- Metro- page. Yeah. Metroidvania games are Metroidvania games. Puzzle platformers are, you know, platformers with puzzles. So, which um, I know doesn't well, seem DJ's, like answered DJ's anything. DJ's in the chat giving yeah. us. DJ's in the chat well, giving us not? a potential guess. Why not? Let's. let's... I don't know who we give the points to. <laughs> Whoever says it first, so you want to right, go with is it? it Celeste? Yes, Justin, it's Celeste. <laughs> All right. Oh, really? Oh, So man. DJ gets six points. Congratulations. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Justin, you get that. Nice. Oh, I just added him to the... To the I totally forgot board. about Celeste, actually. Totally so did I, until I was game. looking through my Switch, and oh, hey, I bought this? Huh. So just so well, what's everybody our, what's knows, our score right now? Because this is probably going to be our last one. Yeah, Lucas and I are tied for 15, Eugene has 5, oh, and boy. Steve is losing his own game. Eh, so you're saying that there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. There's a chance for any of us, which is one of the fun things about the scoring method. <laughs> All right, well, the next game. Oh, boy. There's a chance this for everyone our... but Steve. <laughs> if this is a potentially our last one, then this is probably one of Steve's favorites. Well, not necessarily. These are all on his list of shame. So yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's one of his favorite games that he's never played. <laughs> well, I've been asking the Who's first question, off, so I don't want you guys do it this time. Is this a Switch game? Yes. <laughs> nice. I'd like to point out that four out of five times I was correct right? with my advice. Uh-huh. I figured I'd just go for it. Yeah, it was just ironic that the one time you were wrong was right when you said it. <laughs> All right, let's see. So it's a Switch game that Steve hasn't played. Is this an or, indie but game? But he owns. What, Justin? Is this an indie game? No. All right. Now we might be getting somewhere. <laughs> and by the way, uh, an indie game. Brian in the chat got that last one well before Andy did, but good job to Andy as well. Oh, nice. Is okay. this game Nintendo published? 
It is now. Wait. What? What? <laughs> it is now. Publishers yeah, usually that change. That Steve. Is this game it Bayonetta wasn't, it, 2? It's not Bayonetta 2. Is it Bayonetta? Yes. <laughs> well, Bayonetta was still published by Sega, but Bayonetta 2 wasn't, so... Well, wait, well, no, because Nintendo... But wasn't the Nintendo Bayonetta. version published by Nintendo really? when published it came by out Nintendo? with Bayonetta 2? Yeah. Nintendo. I mean, I don't care. I won either way. But yeah, yeah, you you got that one. And actually, I thought an earlier one was Bayonetta. So I didn't I'm know mad that you got this. But I didn't know that you owned Bayonetta. I forgot that I own, about you. I own both Bayonetta. Because he's never played it. I yeah. bought them when they were on sale at GameStop digitally, so I own them both digitally on the Switch. I, uh, I own them both digitally on the Wii U, <laughs> and I still haven't beaten Bayonetta two. So you know. Fair enough. So. All right. Well, congratulations, Lucas, for winning the game. <laughs> Again. I didn't even get a point in my own We're game. We're going to be... <laughs> right? <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Got a question you're just dying to know the answer to? Head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and for three bucks a month, you can ask us anything you want. And we're back, so it is question block time. We actually only have one question for you all tonight. However, this question comes to us from our very newest Patreon member, so thank you very much, the Brianosaurus. He asks, favorite drunk food and favorite hangover food? Man, um, I don't drink anymore, but when I did, it was all about the freaking cinnamon rolls from Frontier (laughs) over in downtown. They have, like, these giant cinnamon rolls that you always go and eat at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning when you're stumbling over. And then when you are when you woke up and you can't see anything because your hangover sucks so bad, that's when you go get tacos from Taco Cabana. It, it all work, works out. No, 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 no. That, you got it all wrong. The drunk food is that family-sized bag of nacho cheese Doritos. That way, when, you, when you're puking it up, your puke is, like, bright orange. Um, and then the next morning when you have that hangover, you go to Crown Burger, my all-time favorite restaurant. For anyone that's played Pokemon Go, you see me send gifts from there all the time when I used to play. Um, but yeah, you get a big old pastrami burger, and then you get fries and a Coke, and you feel fantastic after that. Lucas, what about you? Because I know you're such a party. Yeah, I have... (laughs) I have nothing to contribute to this because I've never been drunk and I've never had a hangover, so. I mean, I... Uh, so, La Lan Milk. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> I was I was going to say, I think the closest I've ever been to having a hangover is when you sleep for, like, 14 straight hours after you've been up for, like, 24, and your mouth is bone dry and you run to the fridge to find the first thing you can use to quench it. And in that case, I like to swig, like, literally a half a gallon of milk, but... Milk? Oh, oh yeah, not dude. milk for me, because then oh, you get, yeah. like, the... No, milk, milk is, like, milk is the thirst quencher for me early in the morning. I need it, so... That's the closest... I think the closest I've I ever mean, been to having a hangover is when I used to do Relay for Life in college, and we would literally be up for 24 hours, and then I'd pass out at, like, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'd wake up at, like, 6 in the afternoon, and I would just be dead to the world, so... That's what you get from me. Um... Pizza and wings. <laughs> I mean, just the old... I mean, it's been a long time since I've gotten drunk. And, uh, 
I've only been hung over a few times because I'm usually pretty good at moderating, but usually if I'm getting drunk, it's a party. If we're partying, it's pizza, and if we can afford them, wings. And so yeah, just that's my that's my old fashioned. I'm gonna tell you what not to eat if you're drinking. Don't eat. Ugh, it just makes me gag thinking about it. Don't eat pork rinds. I did that one time. Not a problem. And they just. Well, don't eat pork <laughs> yeah, rinds yeah. anyway, and you're fine. I mean, <laughs> you couldn't pay me to eat those unless somebody wanted to donate a hundred dollars to Patreon. Then I'll eat them on air. <laughs> yeah, the there are a lot um, of things I, I would eat for a hundred dollars. By the way, so you know. <laughs> Bring in the patrons. Sure. Anyone want to touch that comment? No? Okay. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm straight. Well, uh, thank you, the Brianosaurus, for that. Um, if you want to send us a question, you know what to do. Go to patreon.com slash radio. But we're not doing a change the system here tonight because we're running a little long. However, Steve has a very special game he wants to talk to us about. So, yeah, I'm going to toss it off to Steve for a abbreviated change the system. So... And it is actually the only game I would have played this week anyway, so it's ironic that I still get to talk about it, and I made the rest of you guys not talk about your games. I'm sorry. Um, But I got a review code for OMG Zombies, which, when I saw the code come through, I thought it was interesting, because I remember using that game in bad game descriptions the time I seg... uh, You know, the time that I did that (laughs) segment. So I was like, I have a chance to review this for free? Sweet! Let's do it! Um... So I downloaded it. Took like three minutes to download. Very small game. Um, And basically what it is, is you're looking from a top-down perspective on a scene that is hand-drawn and very well hand-drawn art, might I add. It almost looks like an old uh, tower defense game, the way the art is. Um, But you've got all these zombies that are in an enclosed area. And your your little character is somewhere on the screen, right? And basically what happens is when you shoot the zombies, the zombies explode, and you're trying to cause a chain reaction. And of course, there's different types of zombies, like there's the main zombie, and it just, you know, explodes a little bit and catches the ones by it. There's bigger zombies that do bigger explosions. There's these girl zombies, when you shoot them, they scream and run forward and then make the zombies around them where they land explode. Um, And what you do is you try and... Is this like a... Is, is this like a tower defense game or like what? N- not at all. What, what, are we doing? Um, what are we talking here? The goal is basically to get rid of all the zombies, but you only have three shots to do it in. So you've got to mm. get rid of as many zombies as you can in three shots. And what you're trying to do is get, you know, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum medals on each level. There's 100 levels. And as you get these medals, you're awarded money, and you can use that money to buy upgrades for the zombies to give them bigger and better explosions or effects or whatever they do. So you play a few levels, you upgrade your zombies, you go back, you get a better rank, you play a few more levels. Um, You can eventually get yourself more shots. I think the most I had was six shots um it it looks like a game that would be on a cell phone um we have a term for games like that around here we do pooping games it is an amazing pooping game and it sounds like a puzzle game even it almost is to a point um i was floored by how addicted i got to this game this weekend 
I sat down on Saturday with the intention of putting an hour or two into it, writing the review and having it go live when the embargo lifted Monday at 3 3 p.m. Pacific. And I got 84% through the game by the end of Saturday. Dang. So really, really impressive. And I'm like, this game's a lot of fun. I can't see myself spending very much money on it. It only retails for $4.99, and until I think the email said April 3rd, you can get it for $1.24. Go buy the game. It is $1.24. Don't get your fries at McDonald's <laughs> tomorrow and play OMG, Zombie, OMG Zombies instead, and you'll be glad you did. I was really impressed. Four out of five. So for a game I wasn't wow. even expecting That's to like. That's pretty good. Yeah, four out of five. It's a dollar twenty-four right now, you guys. So the price versus what you get for That's it, it is well worth it. So, yeah. So there you go, OMG Zombies. Awesome, dude. Glad you liked it. Yeah, me too. I had. I'm completely floored that I liked it. And like I said, I would not put it down. By the end of Saturday, my neck was sore from being in this position because I was playing in handheld mode. Um, but yeah, so definitely go buy we it if you've got... We apologize for putting your game... <laughs> we apologize yeah, don't for be offended. your game in bad game reviews. <laughs> well, it, uh, ba yeah, bad game descriptions. So, And they've actually updated the uh, descriptions since then, too. It's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> Maybe they well, watch. see, we're we're doing we're performing a service for them. Exactly. Yeah, send your description Thanks. to us, and we'll tell you if it should be on the eShop or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, fair enough. But uh, that brought us to the end of the show. Um, this is the final episode of the month, so you know what that means. It is Patreon time. So first and foremost, um, we want to thank everybody that is a part of our Patreon. Um, if you want to join, patreon.com slash radio is the place to be for that. You can send us a question just like the Brianosaurus did. You can ask us about, you know, anything that you want in the question block. That's literally a thing. You can ask us about straws. We've done that before. It's great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we to start off the list, we're going to start at the top with Phantom. And... Um, Phantom has been there since the beginning. Um, he is the person who started our Discord for us. So, you know, Phantom's been around the Infendoverse for a long time. And we wouldn't be where we are without him, quite honestly. I don't even know if we would have a Discord <laughs> at this point without Phantom. So, like, he's, also a he's good done a goalie. lot behind... He, he's an excellent goalie. Um, he, he does a lot of stuff like kind of behind the scenes as well. He's a moderator in our Discord. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Phantom, for being a part of our Patreon. Our next patron is Sky Pharaoh. Um, Sky is fantastic. He has also played Rocket League with us. I'm not sure he's such a good goalie, though. Um, he also built he the original is... Nether Portal system in the, in the realm. I was just going to say that he's the only person that I know that knows more about Minecraft than Steve. Truth. Um, so, um, yeah, Sky's a great person, great friend. He's in our Discord. Go say hi to him. Um, Mark Nowak. I like saying your name, Mark Nowak. I don't know a lot about you, but I like your name a ton. I do know that you have been a part of our Patreon, um, I, I want to say since the beginning, or if not since the beginning, since very soon after we started it. 
Um, the only problem with you, Mark, is that your name isn't Mike because we have mo- mostly Mikes in our in our lives. So think about getting a name change. Um, our next patron is Jonathan Lewis. Um, Jonathan Lewis sounds like a person who comes from us across the pond. So I'm just going to pretend like you come from Britain or like Ireland or something like that. Um, so maybe write in and tell me where you're actually from. I like you though. You're great. You, you've been a part of our Patreon for a while. I've seen you pop in. I, I, I don't know if you're in our discord, but I, I want to say that I've seen you, um, retweet some of our stuff. So, you know, you're definitely a part of the Infendo community. So thank you for that. Um, Lucas, why don't you take our next All right. Well, I would like to thank Minus64, who is, again, one of our longest-time patrons, personal friends, and behind-the-scenes man over at our um, Discord. Uh, Minus is usually the one that decides when a channel has outlived its usefulness and needs to be killed, or when a new channel needs to appear. So, again, we probably wouldn't have a functioning Discord without him. Um, Apollo Lemon, your name always reminds us of a Phoenix Wright character. That's... um, Every time. I think it's Apollo. Every time. I think it's Apollo. Um, but it's it's beautiful, and I love it. And don't change it like Eugene would have Mark Nowak do. Um, you keep your name exactly how it is. <laughs> Michael Larson, you are um, honored to be one of the many Michaels in our group, in our little circle. Um, please hold the name with respect and pride. It is a title of great honor at Infendo, and we hope that you will wear it proudly. Uh, Robert Gagnon. Eugene always says that your name reminds him of Gannon. I don't really see it, but it's a thing. Um, I appreciate you not not unsubscribing from our Patreon after we've made that joke like 40 or 50 times. So appreciate that as well. And also after it took us like three months to send your damn chest set. Also after it took three months to send your damn chest set, yes. So thank you for that. And thank you for entering and winning that contest. It was fun figuring out how to send a uh, chest set to Canada. Um, and Heather White. You wouldn't think it would be that difficult. They're right there. Yeah, but. you wouldn't think. They don't want any of us getting over that border, though. It's that damn postal <laughs> They're, they're going to build a wall. Probably. There's, We're gonna there's already works. <laughs> hey, uh, Heather White, I was trying to say your name, and then we all started talking about Robert Gagnon again. Um, you've, you've been around since well before we had a Patreon. You are, I think, one of the first, if not the first people that I can actually remember being on yeah. the show in the comments when we went live. So thank you for that. Uh, we never Back hear from YouTube you anymore. Days. Yeah, true. Yeah. We never hear from you anymore, but I assume that's just because you're busy and you listen to us recorded. I hope you are still listening. I hope your Patreon money is being spent well and you're enjoying the show. Reach out to us sometime. We'd love to hear from you again. We keep score of our games because of you. Yeah, yeah. you were actually yeah. the original score. We didn't yeah. used to care who 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 yep. won Nintendo's, but you made us the competitive people we are. Yep, it's all your fault, <laughs> Heather, and we thank you for that. Um, Mish, Mi- Mr. Schnazzy one, Mr. Schnazzy one, because I can talk. Um, thank you so much. I know you're a personal friend of Justin's. You've helped him out a lot. Um, You've been in the uh, God. Now I'm on YouTube. You've been in the Twitch chat a lot. I saw you there <laughs> earlier tonight. So thank you for taking the time to listen to us live as well. We appreciate that. Andy Searson, thank you so much for helping me learn Twitch this month. That you're, you're was here a, with us right that, now. Oh, that was an adventure. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Points. I'm speaking to you. I'm looking at the camera, <laughs> speaking to you. Thank you. 
Um, Malik Emrys, <laughs> thank, thank you for suggesting Mutant Muds the week I wasn't there. Even though I wasn't there to get the point, the free point that you would have given me, I was screaming at my phone when I was listening to it um, live the <laughs> night after. I was in Arizona getting my butt handed to me at work. Um, to our newest Patreon, the, Bri- the Brianosaurus, I always want to say Brianosaurus, um, so you're just going to have to deal with that. I'm sorry. Um, thank you for being our newest patron. Yeah. Bri- 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 I, I still us. can't do it. Don't ever, like, just I say, love just you, say it, just say but one I can't word. do your name. Just say it in one word, like, Brianosaurus. Brianosaurus? Brianosaurus? No, I don't like Brianosaurus. Just one word, one word. No, it's Bri- Brianosaurus. Brianosaurus. Anyway, thank you for being our newest Patreon member. <laughs> Even if I'm never going to be able to say your name right and I butcher it every month, I have it. For that, you are welcome. And Metal Mike. I think you might have my favorite of the Mike names because you put metal in front of it <laughs> and Mike is spelled with a Y. You look like a Mario villain for your name, and that is a compliment. So, so no offense, thank you no for helping to, us like, out. No offense to the five other Mikes. That we just yeah, no offense to you guys. Who pay start us. The, <laughs> so, and just I, I just remember, we start the Infendo and Frendo battle royale, yeah. and then a hundred mics jump from I the plane. I know, <laughs> and and just remember, if you guys you guys can actually change your name on Patreon, and we will read whatever you put, even if you're saying Steve is an idiot, oh God, we will thank that. you for being Steve is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I do, promise. Do, do we remember what happened on Twitch with minus? <laughs> What? Minus 64, oh, 128, 256, 512. Justin, who are you thanking this month, buddy? Well, you thanked my buddy, so I'll thank yours. Thank Aww. you, EP Knothead, for, <laughs> for joining our, our patron team. Um, and you're, you know, active in our Discord chat and all of that. So that always, you know, that always, it's always good to have that interaction with our fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mustard Giant Cow. Still remember you as our first contest winner. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because of that name. And you're still mm-hmm. with us, so, you know, you must still like us, even though we haven't given and you anything in a long time. He, he's written, like, two reviews on the site, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, I have seen your name pop up there. Um, Slacker Monkey. Um, I know you mostly through Pokemon Go. Um, got a, got a, <laughs> yeah, got a, we're almost got, best friends. Yeah, I think I saw you on po- Pokemon Go before I saw you in Patreon. So you know, <laughs> um, I haven't gotten a gift from you in a while, but that's okay because I haven't given gifts in a while. I'm a little behind on that. So <laughs> you but, and me yeah, both definitely jump into po- <laughs> Yeah, definitely jump onto Pokemon Go and 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 get my ass in gear. Um, Daniel Gaskin. How can I thank you enough for the for the um, uh, Disneyland Paris swag you sent me? Mm, that's um, right. I I always gotta give a shout out to my fellow Disney nuts, um, especially the international ones, because I'll never get to see those parks. Anybody out there listening to us in Japan want to send me stuff from Tokyo? <laughs> um, but no, seriously, um, you know, to 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 you guys and to all of you. Thank you so much. You you give us reason to pour our hearts and time into this show and into the website and all that. You know, we you hold us accountable, and uh, 
and hopefully you appreciate what you get out of it because you know we do it for you guys we do it for us but we do it for you guys too so thank you all of you mm-hmm. fair enough especially you <laughs> all right well that brings us to the end of the show again um but this time we're really gonna get out of here um so from everybody from all of my co-hosts thank you so much like justin said we wouldn't we couldn't do this without you we wouldn't do this without you we'd just be talking into the void who wants that (laughs) um but if you want to find me talking into the void you can go to twitter.com slash infendo eugene because that's where you can follow me um otherwise you can follow at infendo on twitter as well um but just go to infendo.com we want you to do all the things there leave your friend code go ahead and join our discord Maybe check out some of the reviews that we got coming up. You know, all the fun stuff. Steven, where can the people see what you've got coming up? Um, first off, I'm sorry I haven't done any Twitch streams this week. I've been sick. So for those of you that have followed me this week and haven't seen anything, that is coming back um, starting the first part of April. So thank you for your patience. But you can find me at twitch.tv slash Gentus, or you can find me living on Twitter when I should be working at Gentus1. Fair enough. Um, Lucas, where can the people find you living? Um, you can find me shouting into my own personal void at twitch.tv slash chromatic <laughs> underscore hue. Um, you can also go to my website, which is just chromaticu.com, or you can subscribe to me on Twitter, which is at chromaticu. Very succinct. All right. Um, Justin, where can the people find what you're doing? You can follow me at InfendoJustin on Twitter. Um, and I still tweet about Disney on at Utilidork. But until this job situation works itself out and I have more free time, uh, website's kind of stagnating. So, But I still tweet on both accounts. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Thank you for everybody who's listening to us live on twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio. Um, we are going to get out of here, folks. And until next time, see you later. Bye-bye. You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio.